The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am super excited to have you join us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace Every day, peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Now, I want you just to imagine, imagine living your life at peace every day. Because I'm here to tell you that, yes, it is possible to have everyday peace. Yes, you deserve everyday peace. And, yes, you can have peace Every day, we work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day. And today is no exception. We have a fabulous guest for us today. But before I bring on our guest, I want to remind you of some free, free, free things that we have for the everyday peacemakers out there, um, some wonderful things. And thank you for those of you who have given me some tremendous feedback on the passions series that I'm giving away absolutely free, fun, easy ways to discover your passion quickly in your home at your own free time by utilizing my free seven-day course, and you can get access to that course simply by emailing me. My name is Drayvon, D-R-A-B for victory, O-N, James, at gmail.com. Put the word free in the subject line, and you'll receive access to that free course. So please avail yourself to that. Many people are offering some tremendous feedback about the changes that has sparked in their own lives, and why shouldn't that be you? You deserve that. You deserve every day, every day to live your life at peace, whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality, living in your passion. Wouldn't that be amazing? So the second free offer we have for you is if you would love to do some online learning at a top-notch online university, the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning is offering courses. Absolutely they are, but they do have some select free courses. So please pop over there to the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning. Check out some of their courses. Yours truly, Drayvon James, is teaching a course on there called the 2020 Clarity Course, so please check that out. But there are lots of other courses on there, so don't just, you know, stick to that. Shop around. You'll find something that just is perfect for you. So today we have a fabulous guest because today we are talking about the law of attraction. We've all heard about it. We've read about it. And some people are wondering, I get emails on this. Um, people are asking, you know, what am I doing wrong? How, you know, how, do you, how does this work? In the positive, because all the negative stuff I'm thinking about, I am attracting, and I'm trying to pull some positivity into my life. Well, today, we have none other than Constance Lane Arnold, who will be sharing with us today. Constance Lane Arnold is one of the world's most popular international radio talk show hosts, whose platform reaches over 10 million people. We are so excited to have her with us today. 
For more than 25 years, Constance has been a private coaching and training consultant. She has helped develop workshops and programs that have transformed the lives of men and women and altered the trajectory of both their personal and professional lives. Known for her inspirational and motivational speaking, Constance is often requested to conduct to conduct leadership training and professional development workshops. She has the ability to inform and inspire audiences in developing their own potential and productivity. Constance has over 25 years of experience as a professional counselor and certified dream coach. These positions have given her the opportunity to develop and utilize customized coaching and counseling strategies that produce permanent change. Currently, she coaches clients on five continents and is instrumental in making life-changing decisions with with her clients. So we're so happy to have you on the show. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Javon James. Hi, Dr. Javon James. How are you doing? I am fabulous. I'm super excited to have you with us, especially on this topic. Um, just, just law of attraction is all around. And I, in fact, I did a post uh, last night about this because I had a wonderful conversation with some friends. I do this every week. I talk the topic with people, and it is mm-hmm. a hot topic, the law of attraction. Of course, we know um, the movie made it a big, um, you know, mainstream concept, but it's been around forever. And so I'm excited to get into that topic with you. But before we go there, just give us a a little bit of history that I didn't read, just some interesting things about you and how you came to be such such a, first of all, world-renowned radio host, and how you (laughs) came to really specialize in this uh, law of attraction. Well, thank you so much again, uh, uh, Dr. James. And so uh, the bottom line is my being a radio talk show host really came out of a very traumatic time in my own life. Uh, I was engaged and supposed to get married and that didn't happen. And he called and said, this ain't happening. Excuse my Southern accent. And, uh, uh, the hit movie, The Secret, had just come out, and I felt like the Spirit was saying to me, I had been doing some teaching on it, to really put in the spiritual component of uh, the law of attraction, because we already know that it's been around forever, and biblically speaking, you know, as a man thinketh and believeth, so is he or she. So here I am. Dr. James lying on my bed, just saying, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And I'd fallen and broken my ankles. I was really in a negative vibration. And I just felt the spirit gave me a download. I didn't hear a voice. So everybody who's listening, you know, we all get hunches, insight, little inklings. And the spirit just you know, I just felt an inkling to reach out to the law of attraction. Radio Network, I did. And I always say that God used the show to save my life because I was in the depths of depression. I didn't know if I wanted to go on or not, but I knew that I had to do a show every Sunday live. And so that's what kept me going during the week. And and, and so, Dr. James, I've interviewed probably most people in the secret and experts all over the world. So my um revelation about uh, the law of attraction is ever unfolding. So that's sort of the gist of how I got started. So out of a a place of despair, desperation, darkness, 
whoever would have believed that this is where I would be today. So for anybody who's listening, you know, no matter what you might be experiencing right now, the spirit can really take your very difficult circumstances and really create something beautiful for you. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. I love it. I hear so many, so many teachable moments in there in your, mm-hmm. that out of this tragedy, this heartache, you know, and, uh, you had the heart to serve, and while you were serving, you got served. That's just how it works, right? So we have the heart to give to somebody else. Lo and behold, we're lifting our own self up into our own next level of greatness, and that's just so beautiful. I think the more that we get that, that this, you know, one of the principles I teach when I coach is that everything that shows up in your life has come to bow down and serve you. And it may not look like it at the time. It just may not look like it at the time. It has the, you know, that's a magical thing about this journey, that things don't always appear as they do to the naked eye. But out of that tragedy, here you you birth out of that. You come up in a, like a, they say a, a falcon out of the ashes or such, and you produce this show and manifest this show from this heartache and this tragedy from a commitment of saying, I know I have to do a show every Sunday. I know I have to do So I got to yeah. stay around for that. And people are depending on me. <laughs> I, you know, my heart is breaking. You know, I'm, I'm crushed and I don't feel motivated myself. But in that, in, in because you had that heart of service, that commitment to service, there was some wonderful gift for you and, of course, for all of us who follow you. So thank you for being um, for honoring that gift. For honoring well, you know, it. let me just say so, this too, Dr. James. You, you know, really, I think it was more God serving me. I didn't know that this was going to be the vehicle or the tool because every week when I would interview somebody like Jack Canfield, some of the other superstars, when I had stopped, that's when I would talk to them and say, what would be one thing that you would share with me that could really help me to move away from everything that I'm experiencing. So every week I was getting free counseling or coaching, which really (laughs) healed my soul. So I'm so grateful. Isn't that something, right? Isn't that something? And and so there was, you know, like you said, God God was was really blessing you. You know, reminded of Joseph in the coat of many colors. And at some point, we know, we read that story, what, what the enemy meant for harm, God meant for good. Right, and so that is a perfect example. Perfect example of that, you know. My heart is broken; it's crushed. And even in this, you know, this is where God needs me because He's going to do a miraculous thing through me in in my journey. So thank you for that, for sharing that with us. And I know that we have listeners today who are going through things in their life because isn't that how life is? We're always, you know, someone said this to me when I was a much younger woman, and I just cringed because I didn't want it to be true. Now, many, many, many years later, I know it to be exactly how life works. We're either in the midst of a situation, coming out of a situation, or going into a situation, and it just keeps moving that way. And what that person didn't say to me, but what I also know to be true, and it doesn't matter where you are on that wheel, as long as you have your focus in the right place, your, your results are certain. Your results are certain. That's true. So that's yeah, it's wonderful. So let's talk. Let's get into this because we need to get into it. It's a lot to talk about. What it is, is I'm ready. the law? <laughs> what is the law of attraction? What are we talking about when we say the law of attraction? Okay, the bottom line is there are fixed universal laws that God has put into the universe, like the law of gravity, 
you know, the law of giving and receiving, et cetera. But in very simplistic terms, the law of attraction just simply says that whatever your dominant beliefs, feelings, emotions, thinking, and images are, that over time and inevitably you will manifest those out into the universe because your thoughts are vibrational, um, your emotions are vibrational, and when you live in a certain um, way of thinking, being, and doing, it goes out into the universe. I'm just trying to break it down. And vibrationally, it will it will attract similar people, things, events, etc. So for example, if during this time you're thinking, it's not just your thinking because we know that we always think. Our thinking always perceives our evidence, but thinking is one of the first laws of creation. So if you've been thinking, oh my God, this is so terrible. I hate this quarantine. I don't know what I'm going to do. So if your thoughts have been that, not just your thoughts, but your feelings and your emotions and your beliefs are, it's just so hard right now and, and everybody's having a difficult time. As a man or a woman thinketh, universal law, so is he or she. So your dominant thoughts and beliefs and images and emotions really put you in what we call consciousness or a paradigm. And a paradigm is nothing more than just a summary of everything you believe to be true about yourself in life. That's just a simple way. So if you think oranges long enough and feel it, you're going to begin to attract oranges. You're going to see them somewhere in the store or see somebody riding in a car <clears throat> eating an orange. If you think apples, you're going to begin to see. If you think it's more than that, but if you think and feel rich and abundance and there's unlimited supply, I may not know how to tap into it, that the earth is just full of of unlimited, inexhaustible channels and unexpected doors are opening, eventually and inevitably, that's what is going to produce in your life. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And this God is not holding anything back from you. Some people say the enemy. No, baby. It's your thinking, your core beliefs, your dominant ways of how you feel, your emotions, and the images that you constantly project out. I love that definition. It was very simple and very detailed mm-hmm. because in there, what, what I understand you to be saying, and it gave me some questions that popped in my mind, is that thinking is the key. This is the first law, right? This is the first part of this law is that thinking is one of the first laws of creation. So what you know, what you think about becomes, you, you know, you become, my mother used to say something similar that was growing up, but your thoughts become things. They literally become things in your life. And I think we all can think about, they say when you're focusing on buying a particular type of car and you're thinking, oh, I want to get this car, all of a sudden you're driving on the highway and every other car that passes you is the car that you've been thinking about getting. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's the car. But And so all those cars were there before, but you brought them into your consciousness um, with, with, with your thought. You're changing the vibrational energy. So I got a question about that. Suppose a person is 
in this place where their thoughts are relatively negative because they have these mm-hmm. core beliefs running in their foundation that says, you know, the usual for a lot of people, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not rich enough, you know, all the enoughs, you know, <laughs> enough of the not enoughs, right? Mm-hmm. And what are some ways... Uh, things people can do to really master this or, or, or move towards mastery mastery and changing their thoughts so that their thoughts really are not in opposition to what they want to create. Well, I, I, I say, let me say, first of all, that whatever's happening in your life is the outpicturing of what your dominant thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and emotions have been. Now, we're not judging. We're just observing. And so what the first thing that people can really begin to do is take a look at what's showing up in your life. Do you always lose your job or do you always attract <clears throat> good-looking women or do you always uh, make a great deal or or all of, do you always think that somebody is talking about you? So take a look at your patterns, your behavior, et cetera. And, and then uh, we we know that we think 60,000 thoughts a day, and they say that 80% of those are are just repetitious and they're in our subconscious. And they're programming. We just get up and brush our teeth, drink water, and do stuff like that. But you have to intentionally I I call it intentional uh, creation. You have to intentionally decide. And I tell people, let's start very general without thinking because we know that our thoughts always precede our evidence. Our thoughts always come before our manifestation. And so if somebody had just been like real negative, oh, I'm not good enough, I tell people to do something very simple. Let's just sit down and just write down uh, five great things about you, and let's just think about that. Well, I'm a great friend. I am a wonderful listener. I am a great mom. Have them to write down and say five things because we know that the subconscious is most impacted by repetition. So when we begin to say something positive or, or, or say something really good about ourselves, we're beginning to switch and change. And neuroscientists say that it takes 63 days for for our brain to really switch neurologically. Now, a lot of people say it takes 21 days, but it takes 21 times 3, 63 days. Wow. And, uh-huh, okay. yeah. and so neurologically, after that 63rd day, people start thinking, I am a good mom. And then they can start saying, well, I'm a doggone good person. And I'm kind of cute, too. And, you know, <laughs> so you just begin, you just, and I'm smart. I'm really smart when it comes to numbers and details. So you start thinking a certain way. And so that's what I tell people. Just write down, take little baby steps, because we know that when you are consistent in taking baby steps with what you're thinking, because we know thinking precedes talking, because whatever you think, you're going to eventually say. And so you think it first. That's the first law of creation or the law of attraction. And then after you think something long enough, your subconscious mind says, okay, Dr. James wants more abundance. She's been thinking it. 
Let me see how I can get that to her. And the entire universe begins to conspire to get more abundance to you. So start small, start very general, and then you can add the details to it. Oh, I love that idea, too. The um, 63 days, so three mm-hmm. three sets of 21, like you said, was what that is. And I am, I am a big person on tracking and trending results. It works for me because mm-hmm. it keeps me, it gets me excited because I know, oh, I've done the first 21 days and I can chart my success. But I encourage people, give this, give this a try. If you are looking to change your life and who isn't, however great our life is now, if it were even greater, it creates more room and opportunity to give and to help someone else get to a higher platform in their own life. So great is good, greater is even better. So wherever you are in your life, think about um, employing these these uh, techniques, 63 days to uh, rewire your brain neurologically with some positivity that supports where you, the things that you want to attract in your life. That's one thing, too, that leads me to is oftentimes people focus on what they don't want. Do you find that in, in, in oh, your culture? <laughs> Instead of focusing on what they do want, it's just a game changer. You know, I just did a video on that today, and, and I just want to say to everybody who's listening, that I'm a woman who filed bankruptcy. I made a lot of money, Dr. James, but I spent a lot of money. And then uh, so I know what it's like to have to come back and, you know, from a really difficult time. And so the law of attraction says that whatever your dominant focus and or attention is, because whatever has your attention has your world. Whatever has your attention has your life. And so whatever you attend to, it's going to get bigger. And so when you're focusing in, let's just talk about money, because we know a lot of people doing these times are thinking about money, job loss, et cetera. So if during these times your focus is on what's missing in your life, I don't have enough money, and I don't have this, and I don't have, and I don't have, then vibrationally you are pulling into your world more of what you don't have. And so the law of attraction says focus in on what you do desire. And I tell people, if you, if you just just say hypothetically, if you've been furloughed and you say, Constance, I don't see an abundance. Yes, you can begin thinking about all the abundance you do have. Oh, my, my children are healthy. Oh, I got a beautiful front yard. Oh, my mom is still living. I can still walk every day. So you tap into the abundance that you do have. You focus in on of the good that you do have and more will come to you. So for somebody mm. right now who might be thinking lack, because vibrationally, we live in a vibrationally matched universe. See, God is so orderly. And so it, it, it ain't nobody holding the back. It's you. We're not judging. But if you observe what your dominant thoughts are around lack, around what's happening, etc. Are you focusing in on what's missing uh, or are you focusing in on what you desire? You know, the Bible says uh, to him that has more will be given. So to him that has abundance thinking, to him that has a lack mentality, oh, my God, I don't know what's happening. More is going to come to you. So make a decision to intentionally focus. A great uh, 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 exercise might be, some days I just sit down 
and I just think about all of the abundance. Okay, there are solar systems. There are unlimited opportunities waiting for me. There are unlimited possibilities. I just begin to think about I don't know how. You don't have to know how God will connect the dots. But the first law of creation is to think about it because for real, everybody, everything is already finished in the quantum world. We're pulling it in with our belief. Everything is already finished in the spiritual world. The Bible says creation is finished. So intentionally, only think about what you desire. So if you if you feel your mind going away, just gently bring it back and begin to think about all of the good that's possible, all of the possibilities, all of the health that's available to you, all of the new relationships, all of the wonderful new opportunities, et cetera. Yeah, that's a great way to say it. Go ahead and switch that thought. And we have, and this is where we're talking. You, you mentioned, uh, you know, this, the work and the discipline. This is the beautiful work and discipline that we get to do for ourselves in order to ignite the law of attraction working for us. It's, it's always working. It is literally all. We couldn't turn it off if we it's wanted to. Working. But right, but we want it to be working. It, we want to be working in sync with it for our good and not for our opposition, the things that we don't want continuing to show up in our life because we are continuing to complain about it. Anybody who will listen in any time we get some spare time, especially at night when we should be sleeping and regenerating our body, we like to, you know, the mind likes to go to that space where it ruminates on it and, and all of these things. So really practicing, you know, coming back and thinking the situation for what it is that you want, what is it that you're trusting God for in this, and letting that be your focal point. That's a lot of energy. If we really look at how much energy that we spend on the reverse, if we spend even a quarter of that on the positivity, we probably would have manifested everything within record time. So now, so we're on this law of attraction, and we're talking about, you know, this first law, which is understanding about our thinking and understanding how to think. So beyond that, and you mentioned something earlier about um, thinking and feeling. How are are those two things connected with the law of attraction? We're talking about how the law of attraction, how does it work? So you're thinking about something positive. Maybe you're doing some positive affirmations. So how how do feelings come into play? Okay, so let's just say you Oops. get. We're gonna we're gonna hold that question right on time. We're gonna hold that question about feeling. We come right back after this break. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace. This is Dr. Drayvon James. We have our fabulous guest with us today, Constance Lane Arnold, and we are discussing the law 
of attraction and how to use it, how to use it to attract the people, the things, the situations that you want in your life. And just before the break, we were talking about how do feelings, we talked about thinking and, you know, getting our, our thoughts in the right direction, but what role do feelings play in to um, the law of attraction? And I, I just want to say this for those people. I remember um, my cousin sent me an email many, many years ago. My gosh, maybe it was in the 90s. And she said, remember, your feelings don't matter. Stay out of your feelings. And I thought, mm, I think feelings do matter. So I'm, I'm interested to hear how feelings <laughs> play in our law of attraction. Okay, with the law of attraction, number one, you decide what you want. What do you desire? What you what do you want? Um, and then the second thing you have to do, you have to begin to align your thinking and your feelings and emotions and your beliefs around what you want. So let's talk about feelings and emotions. God gave us feelings. I mean, he wants us to be excited and and really exuberant, but, but, you know, conversely, some people may feel sad and depressed, you know, maybe during these times. So if you desire, I just use me for an example, if you desire to have a new home and, you know, that's your intention or that's your dream. So the law of attraction says begin to think about your new home. Well, I want two or three, four bedrooms, you know, and, you know, you will really break it down to be more specific, but begin to feel with your feelings and emotions that is already done, that you're already living in your new home. What are you doing? You're putting yourself in the consciousness of I already have it. Now, you don't know all of the details. You're taking your action steps over here, but you're thinking about it. You're feeling it emotionally. You're seeing it with the images in your mind. And when you do that, it puts you in the vibration of already having it now. If you, if your intention is, I desire love, all right? So you begin to think about, wow, it feels so great to have someone at Christmas. We're going to decorate the tree together. At Thanksgiving, we're going to get together. Maybe not this year because of the quarantine. And you begin to feel that and see that. We know that the subconscious, Dr. James, is most impacted and shifted and changed and reprogrammed by your feelings and emotions and your images. So if you just think something, your subconscious say, okay, but if you Think it, you feel it with emotion and images. Your subconscious is will change sixty thousand times faster than than just thought alone. So you think it and you feel it uh, as if you're living from the end. I have this now. This is mine now. And when you're in that vibration, you're actually signaling out, I got that out, to the universe, I have this now. So you're in faith because the Bible says faith is now. This is my house now. This is love now, etc. So that's why feelings and emotions are so important. Number one, they reprogram that dominant uh, subconscious. It switches and changes that subconscious because the subconscious doesn't know the difference between a truth and, and a lie. So if you feel like and believe 
that you already have love in your life, your subconscious will begin to say, what? He already has love? He's loving her life? And will begin to just search the universe to bring to you what you desire. That is so, because that intensity of feeling, it, that, that's like the, the, the cream on top of the ice cream, the, the, the whipped cream on top of the ice cream, that feeling, it, it kicks it into high gear. So, yes, I, I 100% agree. You get excited as though it is happening for you right now. If your dream is marriage, you see yourself in that dress, that wedding dress, you smiling, and you get all that buttery feeling, butterfly feeling in your stomach, and you just get excited, and the universe goes to work. It says, oh, got it, got it, strong image. And, you know, I know that's what all the gold posters are for, to get to that place, and if you are of great imagination, which I think most of us do have a pretty good imagination, we're always imagining for the worst. Start imagining for the greatness and, for the, and start smiling and making your life just beautiful in your heart and in your soul, and then it manifests to your physical world. At the break, however, we were talking about core belief, and I would love for you to talk about the role that core belief play in um, igniting the law of attraction in your life? I I think that's the main, for me, that's just one that I've thrown in, not thrown in, but maybe as a therapist for 25 years, uh, I just sort of know that your core beliefs are whatever you have experienced, seen, what have been your dominant um, experience, what words have been spoken over you as a child. They say that by the time we are six to eight years old, our core beliefs have been formed. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're too old. You're too young. Our core beliefs are now they're calling them paradigms. And a paradigm is just a summary of everything that you've ever experienced really puts a ceiling on on the law of attraction. So I think that people need, I tell my clients, you know, okay, you want more abundance. Uh, let's take a look at your core beliefs. What do you really think about money? What do you really think about prosperity? You know, well, you know, you got to work hard. Is that truth? So you take a look at, what are your real core beliefs around what you desire? And then you say, no, my daddy said I had to work three jobs, but my new belief is I can find one job and eventually start my own business that will bring more money to me. Or uh, if you're a woman, well, my mama said that um, I would never be able to go back to school. I wasn't smart enough. Those were her beliefs, but my new belief is, that I can. So you have to really take a look at your old beliefs and then switch and change them to new empowering beliefs that align with what you desire. Personally, as a therapist and from what I've, who I've interviewed over the last 11 years, everybody says that's the key. Right. And so that's why, that's why, and I have to agree with you on that, um, that's why I think it's so very important because I would say not having done any study or not, and also haven't read a study on this, but just from the people that I've worked with in my coaching business and just friends and even myself, that a lot of our core beliefs that are running, you know, in the background, one, we're not really aware of. We really need some kind of way to say, mm, that I'm saying this, but 
in actuality, mm-hmm. I really believe that. And that takes a lot of introspection to get to that place where you say, my words are not really reflecting what I am really feeling. If you're a person who really doesn't know your core, what your core beliefs, how can you really get to that and say, mm, this is the problem, my core beliefs, I didn't recognize it. Okay, you look at what's been showing up with your in your life. I always okay. spend my money. I always choose relationships where I have to do all of the giving. I always start a project and then stop it. I always shut down, put walls up, and don't let people get close to me. I always choose women who are gold diggers. So take a look at your life and then stop and say, hmm, What's my belief around that? I use me for an example. My core belief, which I didn't know it was, was that I had to marry a man with money because I couldn't have my own. And so that's exactly what I did. I married a man, you know, who was very wealthy because in my core beliefs, I don't even know where it came from. I, I just felt like I had to be rescued. I had to be taken care of you know, et cetera, and that I could never produce my own. And so when I went through my divorce, I had a rude awakening that even though I was educated and degreed, and that don't mean a doggone thing when it comes to core beliefs, I still did not feel that I had the power of the ability to be successful. So I had to take a look at it. Where did that come from? And I examined that and I began to replace my old core belief of I can't do to empowering beliefs. I can baby right. step my way in. Yes, I can. So that's what I would say to listeners. Baby step your way into that. Yeah. And look at, I love that. Look at what's showing up in your life. Become become the observer in your own life, right? Mm-hmm. Really look at what's showing in your life. Well, we have a caller who's on the line. I'm going to go ahead and pick okay. that up. Good afternoon. You're on the air with Everyday Peace, Dr. Drayvon James, and our fabulous guest today, Constance Lane Arnold. And thank you for calling. Hello. Hello. Great, great show. Great show. So I had a thank question in terms. In terms of um, when you are trying to manifest what it is you want, I mean, I understand what she was saying about whatever you you put out there, you you put out in the universe, that's what's going to come back. But does she have any suggestions on, like, I guess maybe words you can say so that they stay in the affirmative and you keep your mind focused on the affirmative? I mean, I, I guess you could go to the Bible and use scripture, but if you're asking for something specific or you just want to manifest something positive in your life. Does, does your guest have maybe like buzzwords, catchwords? Uh, I don't know, something like that. That's right. a very you, good question. Go ahead, Constance. Well, tell me specifically, what do you think? What are you uh, desiring to manifest? Is it money? Oh, uh, Is it business? No, I was just asking in general. Okay. Just in general. Yeah. But let's, well, let's well, say it's I, money. Let's say let's say it's money. Okay. Well, let's just say it's even it's an abundant life because you really pray. That's a great question. Thank you so much. Um, You're welcome. You, you you really prophesy your own future, and of course, I use the Bible, but I have other mantras 
are affirmations because your world creates your your words create your world and we know your words are vibrational. We live in a vibrational universe and whatever you speak, you know, it begins to create and it can be something as general as I just start off with some of the things, you know, I'm a money magnet or you know, I am open to receive all of the available wisdom and knowledge that the universe has for me. Okay. Or I am healed, whole, and prosperous. I'm open to innovative ideas, knowledge, and possibilities. I'm open to okay. unlimited love from the four corners of the world, et cetera. Wow. I'll tell you something. Let me tell you something I use every day just in my business, Okay. This is what okay. I say in my business, uh, or you can begin to say, I'm so happy and great. This is what I say. I'm so happy and grateful that I have clients from the north, west, east, and south who recognize okay. who I am, and they're ready to exchange uh, their money for my services and my expertise. Or wow. I'm so happy and grateful that my best life is ahead of me. I'm so happy and grateful that my children, my family, we're whole, we're blessed, and we're healed. If you were to just say that, I'm big on words, Mr. Caller. If you were to just walk <laughs> around your house and begin to just speak out loud what you want, boy, some, some miraculous stuff can happen to you. And for Wow, thank, thank you so much. Oh, and thank you for that wonderful question. That was wonderful, right on point. I'm sure there are many people who benefited from that question. And thank you for being an everyday peacemaker. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, yeah, so I think that is a, that's a great, great thing that you said, you know, just those words. And, and what I heard you saying was this gratitude. So you spoke the thing as though yeah. it was already done, right? So you spoke it. I'm so grateful that. I'm so thankful that. Not I'm so thankful this is going to happen sometime in the future, but right now. No, nope. you acknowledge the thing as though it was done because we know with God there is no such concept. But you know, a day is like a thousand, you know, a thousand years is like a day with God. So it, this is the moment now in the present moment. You express the gratitude for it now. When the desire appears, that's when the the window of opportunity is right, right in there for us to step into that consciousness with our with our whole energy and everything that we are and become totally grateful, knowing that we only have to do our part, which is to hold the vision, right? And and, and the source does all of the work. So that I love I love that question. That's a great question. And I think we um I know I benefit a lot from having tools that we can use to help take us from one place to the to the next place. So now, and you mentioned a couple of these already, but this I think is really important for our for our listeners to understand. What are some reasons why the law of attraction does not seem to work in a person's life? They've been doing it. I mentioned that I I talked this mm-hmm. talk, you know, to people, and I asked this question. And one particular woman I was talking to said something very interesting to me. She said, "I know that it works. I know that it works because things have shown up in my life that." I was focusing on, I didn't mean to be focusing on, and everything that she named was negative, you know. And she yeah. said, and she didn't mean to be focusing on those things, but for <laughs> some reason, over the years, she'd find herself thinking, well, what would happen if this happened to me? Lo and behold, several years later, that thing happens to her. And then another thing, another thing, so she said that she was constantly trying to um, hold an image for great things happening to her, but those things were not happening. So what's going on? What's her story? 
Well, I would say the bottom line, I think people need rituals to really realign with what they desire. And so for that particular person, I would say, I tell people, choose one thing. Just, you know, maybe she wanted to, let's just say she wanted to release weight or she wanted more money or love because we know that it's working. Choose one thing and then every day, maybe take 10 minutes and to to take a look at, okay, I desire to uh, release uh, 25 pounds. Write down what you want. And then they say from three to five minutes every day, sit back in your chair or wherever you are and then begin to just see yourself with your desire, with your thinking, with your emotion and with your imagination. And then just to be happy and grateful. God, I thank you for my, my weight release and the perfect program that worked for me, etc. And then during the course of the day, after you leave that place, whenever you see yourself, uh, because got to remember, your subconscious is direct in 90 to 95% of your behavior. And so when you're taking those moments in the morning, you're reprogramming your subconscious. So what do you do for the remainder of the day? For the remainder of the day, I tell people maybe take five minutes at lunch and then five minutes in the evening to maybe speak out loud, Uh, affirmations or scriptures that align with what you desire. And what you're doing slowly is you're shifting and changing and reprogramming your subconscious. It ain't going to happen overnight, but one day you're going to wake up because you've been disciplined every day for 63 days and you will automatically default to yes. It's easy for me to release these 63 pounds. So I think people need a sixth system, Dr. James. Every day, there are certain things that you do to keep you aligned with what you desire. I love that. I love that. And I don't know why, but I love the fact that we need rituals. We do different things. You know, we're coming with the holiday season, and we have um, rituals and systems that we do, uh, traditions that we do, which put us in the holiday season. Uh, state of mind. So let's talk a little bit about um, what are some rituals or some systems or some traditions that people could make part of their their everyday, which would put them more in line with positively working this law of attraction in their life. What are some things they could well, do? A formula, perhaps. Yeah. Well, I would say every day take a look at what you desire. You know, we already know the stats. If you have your stuff written down, it's a form of prayer. Every day, spend time visualizing. If you have time, a, a problem visualizing, it's all kind of guided visualization. You know, maybe take two to three minutes just visualizing yourself having and being and doing what you desire. Have affirmations. I type mine up. If I'm sitting in Atlanta traffic, I'm going to read them out loud because we live in a voice-activated um, a world. And you may not feel them a lot of days. That's okay. You may not feel it. You may not feel like anything is happening. But just know that you're just aligning with what you desire. I would also say take baby action steps. What steps, what inspired action can you take today to align with that and then be radically grateful for every little thing. Uh, When you're grateful, you're signaling the universe 
that is already done. Be radically grateful for every little thing. And then the last thing you're going to say, I know God is going to help me connect the dots. And so, you know, if they just did those things, you are aligning. It's like an airplane to fly from Atlanta to L.A. They said that it has to get back on course four or five times before it actually lands in L.A. So every day when we get up, no matter what you feel like, you're taking those baby steps. And pretty soon, those baby steps would turn into quantum leaps. And you'd be oh. like, oh, my God. So you take those baby yeah. steps, and eventually they're turning into quantum leaps. I love that, and I love what you said about the airplane going off course about four to five times in the course of your mm-hmm. trip, right, from Atlanta to L.A. or wherever you're going. And I just heard that same thing maybe a week or two ago. I was listening to some uh, podcast, and someone said the same thing. Now, we think about mm-hmm. the airline industry, right, and uh, almost to perf- almost per- perfect. We think about other industries mm-hmm. and how they, how, how they do what they do. Right, and so we know that they're going off course, and here's what just delights my heart for myself and for all of our listeners today is that it is not that you're not going to go off course. Of course you are. This is life. There are things happening, right? It is that you have the power and the discipline and the and the desire to redirect yourself. If, if, if the pilot didn't have that um, desire and that discipline, You'd never get from Atlanta to L.A., right? You just keep drifting off course. He or she knows that we're off course, and they self-correct. The same thing we can do. Oh, my goodness, I slipped in the way of my conversation. I'm talking about things that are in opposition to what I want to manifest in my life. I'm going to stop right there in the middle of that word, never mind the sentence, in the middle of the word, and chew that word backwards in my mouth and not speak it and go on to something else. We can we can self-correct, and that is so beautiful when we love ourselves enough to correct. So I love that. Um, you know, this pilot, if the plane is going off four or five times within the course of a trip, and it, the pilot just corrects it, just corrects it without any shame, without any guilt, without beating him or herself up. I'm oh, it's a horrible pilot. No. A little bit off course. Let me just readjust here. Same thing with ourselves. We don't have to take a moment out to uh, criticize ourselves and all of that, you know, how that happens. We just correct right in there. We, we noticed it and we just correct it. So those are those are some wonderful um, uh, tips and systems that we can perform every day to get the law of attraction working in our life. And the, this very last one that you said, then give it to God because who has to really do the work, right? the person who created the universe, you got this. Our job is just to stand with these little things here and do these things, and then the big job is going to get done and we're going to be just fine. So are there some secrets to using the law of attraction, like some you know, some, some golden nuggets that would amp up our results? I don't know if we lost you, Constance. But I'll tell you that we we start off in the beginning. This is well, guess what? Constance is rejoining us. We start off at the beginning, and I think that what I saw as a golden nugget for um, really revving up our um, law of attraction was when Constance talked about our feelings. And she said, you know, I can't remember the huge number, but sixty thousand times. Uh, faster and more intense results when you push your um, when you align your feelings 
with whatever it is you're going to attract. You know, there's two ways to say it. Who wants to marry the guy who says, oh, yeah, I'd like to be, you'd be my wife, is humdrum, right? You want to marry the guy who's supercharged, right? Oh, my goodness, you're the woman of my dreams. I couldn't imagine my life without you. That's the one you're looking for, for that feeling, right, that, that intensity that drives, that drives you to say, oh, my gosh, we have got to do this with expediency. That's what we want to do with our law of attraction. We want to have that feeling behind it, that feeling attached to it so that we can get our results, get from where we are now to where we want to be. And that's one of the posts. I, saw, I put a post up last night on all of my social media pages talking about that, introducing this topic of law of attraction because I'm getting so many questions about it with my coaching class, clients, you know, how to manifest what it is that we want in our life. I don't know if we've got Constance back yet. I don't see her I'm here. Back. Oh, hey, okay, welcome, okay, all righty. So we were just talking about uh, one of the things was how, to, what are some, maybe some secrets that could help us uh, move our life along faster to our law of attraction, to the things that we want. And one of the things I heard you mention earlier was our feelings. Anything other yeah, I, other than that I we heard, could do? You know, just be, baby steps, just baby step every day. Uh, you know, don't judge yourself. Know that everything you're doing is aligning. You may not feel it, and don't allow your emotions to really rule your life uh, because, you know, whatever has your attention will shift and change your world. Uh, and I would say having great people around you that are supporting what your new beliefs are, your new ways of thinking, and and, and just consistent every day. And it's so interesting, seemingly when nothing is happening behind the scenes, the spirit will come and begin to orchestrate something miraculous in your life because it is a universal law. And if you stay consistent, it has to work. I would say don't give up and baby step your behavior change. We have just about one minute. Constance, tell us really quickly, how can people reach out and find you? You can find me. My website is fulfillingyourpurpose.com, uh, and, and I'm on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And you can email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Thank you so much. Thank you all for being Everyday Peacemakers. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.